this is Patrick Daly and welcome to Interlinks. Interlinks is a program about connections, international business, supply chains, globalization, and their effects on our life, our work, and our travel over recent times. Today on the show, we will be talking to Marcus Floto, Manager of Logistics Systems at Jung Heinrich Brazil. Jung Heinrich is a German company, as is Marcus himself, which is known the world over for the manufacture and supply of materials handling equipment, such as forklift trucks and order pickers. Uh, today, Jung Heinrich has become a provider of logistics solutions, incorporating its traditional materials handling equipment with storage systems uh, and warehouse management software in conventional as well as automated solutions. So Marcus has spent his career uh, over the last 20 years plus in in this industry um, in Germany with Dematic and then Jung Heinrich and now with Jung Heinrich in Brazil, where he's been for the last nine years or so. So welcome, Marcus, and thank you very much for being here with us today. Yeah, thank you very much for the opportunity. It's a pleasure for me. Very welcome. And so to kick off, Marcus, could you tell me a little bit about your career to date and how you came to take the decision to move from Germany to Brazil in 2014? Yeah, okay. It's a quite long story. Um, well, after my studies of mechanical engineering in Karlsruhe, of course, in Germany, um, I began um, at Dematic. It was former Mannesmann Dematic um, in Offenbach. It was in um, 1999. I was there seven years as an application engineer. And um, yeah, let's say in 1999, I began my career at Logistics, let's say. In, and um, there were, I was responsible for the configuration of conveyors, uh, automated conveyors, stacker cranes. So um, I think it was a, a much more, let's say, practical um, experience, which I got there. And um, in 2006, there was the opportunity to change to, to Jungheinrich, still Jungheinrich, Germany in Moosburg. Um, there I started as a project leader for technical sales. So um, we have had many contacts also to other sales units in Europe. It was really a very interesting job. Um, and then in 2014, there was the opportunity to change to Brazil. It was a little bit, uh, let's say, also a private motivation for me <laughs> one day to um, to continue my career in Brazil because I'm married with a Brazilian. And so it was always our interest. And yeah, since 2014 now, um, almost 10 years, I'm now in Brazil here, responsible for all what is logistic systems here in Brazil, let's say. Yeah, for this area. So that so that role in in Brazil in charge of of logistics systems. What does that current role entail? So what are your responsibilities and what are your strategies? What are you trying to achieve? Mm -hmm. uh, well, um, I think our main business here in Brazil regarding logistic systems is still um, everything like trilateral Hyrex stackers. Um, so these are the, the, the VNA type trucks, the very the VNA trucks. type trucks, yeah. exactly. Perfect. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, this is our, let's say, core business still, but also more and more um, we are now um participating also already in projects for um, all these uh, solutions with agvs um or then with mini load stacker crane every automated solutions mm -hmm. um um and i'm responsible yeah for the project and for the selling of this kind of solutions um of course 
together with our sales team, let's say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah. yeah. Sorry, go ahead. So, go ahead. So, 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 let's say um, I'm also, let's say, the connection uh, between our headquarters of logistic system in Germany and, and here, let's say. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, when we hear a technical question, we hear today about AGVs, automated guided vehicles, and AMRs, automated mobile robots. So, what's the mm-hmm. distinction or the difference between them? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, um, at the end of the day, I think the main difference is um, the type of navigation. For example, I would say that the um, AGVs, um, we call it also LGVs and the laser guided vehicles are mainly guided via um, laser, for example. And the IMRs are have the intelligence. Um, they need not, not anymore, let's say, a classical guidance, for example. You can program it con- um let's say like the yeah how can i say the environment of the uh, of the area where he's uh, where the agb is acting let's say or moving mm. um, i think it's more involving also the um, artificial intelligence for example no? and um, i think this is the the main main different i would say mm-hmm. um um Jung already adapted it um before i said also agv and i'm mr but now it's everything it's under mr mobile robots now so okay. so for our understanding it's everything mobile robots yeah mm-hmm. and uh so since you well you've been in brazil quite a long time now but how how does the business culture uh, differ from the business culture in Germany and, and how is it similar? What, what's the contrast between the two? Yeah, um, I would say that, um, of course, I mean, every everyone knows here also in Brazil that Germans are very organized, very structural, let's say. And um, here perhaps it is, for example, um, here in Brazil, um, Many, many, many customers ask me, uh, oh, um, I need at least a cost estimation, for example, for an automated project. Um, I said, okay, I respond, but do you have already a, a business plan or something like this? No, I really want to know it. This is one thing. And uh, without any, let's say, yeah, detailed let's say business plan or future behind that. But if customer is really, this is also what I um, what I recognize, if customer is really interested in that, if he thinks, okay, go ahead, this is really could be an interesting business case for me, then um, he goes ahead with you. And in Germany, it's perhaps a little bit different than in the, in the next phase you have to, let's say, share with hundreds of, uh, let's say, um, con- competitors here here not a customer is uh, once um, let's say he has a certain con- con- is confident with with your work um, then he continues also with you yeah okay mm-hmm. it's interesting interesting mm-hmm. and so what what surprised you maybe not not just in in business but what surprised you most in a positive sense about brazil when you when you move there and what kind of things did you find most challenging to adapt to I think positive thing is the way of um, I think um, uh, the 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 way also of the of the customers I think I mean they give you really they they are very open I would say also they are very, quite open to you and also the way to communi- communicate with them is it's much more I think sometimes much more easier than um, than it was in Germany on the same side. Um, 
if you are facing yeah, some problems or something like that, it could be also a little bit complicated, uh, perhaps. No? <laughs> what was very strange for me, this is also something which I have in mind um, here. I, I, I mean, to be honest, um, now I'm here since 10 years. I don't I mean, I don't know how it is now currently in Germany or in Europe, but here um, your communication with customers is um, it's, it's quite normal that your communication is via WhatsApp, for example. This is something which is, was for me very, very unusual, to be honest, to talk with customers via WhatsApp. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if, if this is now in Europe also so common. I really don't know, but here it's quite common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. um, well, I I do with, with some. It depends. It depends. Yeah. On, uh, mm -hmm. Depends on the relationship you have. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's that's what that's what happens. So um, I lived many years in a, in another country, and then sometimes I think about it, um, but it's not like that anymore because I've been away from it for so long. So the same is happening with you. Actually, mm -hmm. when I when I came back to Ireland after being away for so long, it was a different yeah. place. And I have okay. to, I had to readapt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then in, in Brazil, but also in the, in the wider world, um, what, what do you see as the major trends and changes currently in the internal logistics world, mm -hmm. warehouses, factories, and, and how do you see this changing in the coming years? Um, uh, one big change which is coming more and more is all the question about sustainability, for example, no? and also um, energy saving, um, saving of carbon dioxide. Um, these are things which are coming more and more important here also um, the most of the bigger customers have their responsible for the sustainability which is really quite new here for brazil also and um yeah and also so i think this is something which um which we are he here really um really really very good prepared um one thing is really let's say that nowadays more here in Brazil to, to have an idea, I think the majority of the truck fleets is still um, IC trucks. And this is becoming more and more converted into electrical mm -hmm. forklift trucks, for example. And we have, uh, for example, we have also a really fantastic partnership together with the ONG, with Copa Iba. And... Um, each, for for example, our campaign is each IC truck which we substitute into a e electric forklift truck. Um, we plant there. There's a special area in the near of Socorro in Sao Paulo. We plant um, twenty. We plant twenty trees. Um, no, 30 trees to be honest. And this is something very fantastic. Let's say uh, because um, we are let's say actively we are helping. Um, to reflorest the Mata Atlantica, I think it's the Atlantic rainforest here, no? yeah. and helping also our customers uh, to be more sustainable. This is really a, a trend. And of course, automation, it's also a trend, but it's still quite slow, I think, regarding or comparing it with Germany. But I think this easier solutions with uh, AGVs, with AMRs are coming more and more important here also in Brazil. Yeah. yeah, I guess particularly in operations that are working, say, twenty four seven, moving, sure. yeah, yeah, moving, yeah. moving loads over long distances and so on. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is this is really an interesting point, uh, Patrick, because um, uh, on the other hand, if a customer is not working twenty four seven, then it's becoming difficult to justify uh, invest. Investment, but yeah. um, if customers really tr- um, working, yeah, twenty four hours, seven days, yeah. then because you're, you're replacing you're replacing really three shifts of people, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But beside that, also in at least in the near of the bigger cities, it's also we 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 hear it from our customer that it's also becoming more and more difficult to find, let's say, confident uh, forklift truck drivers, for example. It's not so easy. Mm -hmm. That's a problem all over the world, in America, in in continental Europe, in the UK, Ireland, everywhere. Everywhere it's a problem. 93.9 Dublin South FM. So outside of the world of of logistics in the wider um, business world, what do you see as the major forces that are shaping the business environment of the of the future so what are the kind of things that you're paying attention to that you think are going to change the business world i think what um the at least also the pandemic learned us is um all this area of the e-commerce which is also growing so um we are taking much attention to this uh, kind of of uh, of business of e-commerce and um, we have also i mean the bigger the bigger players let's say or the global players which are acting in this area we have there are some really customers who are working with our for example vertical order pickers already here and this is really something which i think it's still not at the end it will grow yeah, yeah. more and more and one one i, I think it was more or less for, yeah, it was before the pandemic. Um, um, let's say the logistic of the, let's say, last mile was still quite difficult here in Brazil. <laughs> but now uh, re- really the bigger, let's say, um, suppliers in, who are acting in e-commerce, they have already here in, in the bigger Sao Paulo area, for example, um, you buy it um, in the morning and in the evening it's in your house, for example, which was some years ago really unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then maybe a slightly more personal question. What would you say is the most important life lesson that you have learned and that has stood by you throughout your career? Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, um, at the end of the day, it's perhaps not really something specific here for Brazil, but more specific for my role. Um, when I changed here, for example, to Brazil, I was really quite yeah, alone. I was I, I, in, in German, for example, I worked um, in a, let's say, um, all over the the years in in teams and mm. here i was quite alone and responsible to yeah to build up um let's say a new business area at jung heinrich so um if you wanted to achieve something or to create something you really or in this case me i i i have have to to take the uh, the responsibility and the yeah let's say um the actions i i I could not wait for others for that you know and this was something which um i have heard had to learn (laughs) but which helped a lot really a lot yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and it stayed it stayed with you right yeah yes yeah yeah yeah. yes 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 (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) so so the the experience say of the last 
two or three years with disruptions like the pandemic and the war yeah. in Europe. Mm-hmm. How has that changed or refined or reinforced your own views or beliefs about work and business, the economy, society, and so on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, I think um, the the pandemic um, gives us many, many lessons, but um, I think... Um, uh, what was I, I think what what I found surprising uh, a big surprise was really that um, um, I think Brazilians faced quite good with this pandemic situation. Of course, there were there were many many of course caused many troubles, but um, I think at the end of the day, in the pro- professional way, I think um, we managed it really, really good, um, working also from home, working together. And, and um, yeah, one, as I said, one area which grew up very, very fast was the e-commerce area. Yeah. So um, mm. um, this was really impressive. Yeah. And so you 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 you're a, a, a successful person as is as is evident but as we all know success is not a straight line and everybody faces setbacks in their career and in their life so how do you approach setbacks and what do you do or what do you think or what do you say to yourself to get yourself back on track when you have a setback mm. um yeah, well, um, I think what what I have learned over the years is that um, if you are really frustrating, um, it, you 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 should not transform this frustration to others. For example, so my first um, approach is to be quiet, <laughs> to think about about it, uh, to say nothing, because everything which you would say in this situation would be something wrong. <laughs> so the first thing is really to to think about it, and um, and in many times I think frustration is caused by yourself so i think um perhaps a good re- reflection speaking also with others um about that thinking what caused really the frustration and um, in many cases you came to the conclusion oh it was to be honest it was me and um try to do it the next time better let's say you know yeah 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 sometimes frustration is the way we're thinking about a situation or the way we're framing a situation and yeah sometimes mm-hmm. we change that the frustration disappears yeah mm-hmm. interesting yeah, interesting mm-hmm. so um by way of, of hobbies and interests what kind of things do you like to do when you're not working I like to ride really um, bicycle. I, I like it really very much. But um, but it's it's here in Brazil. It's not so easy because sometimes we have not the well prepared, let's say, routes which we have, for example, in Europe or in Germany. Yeah. Um, um, but okay, this um, um, with a mountain bike, it's it's a little bit more easier. <laughs> and I also really like to read books. Um, Criminal romance, I like muy too. I like I like very much um, crime, 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 um, crime, crime um, novels. Yeah, crime novels, crime novels. Perfect. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, but I prefer it still in German. So every okay. time when I go to Germany, I try to to buy at least uh, three, four books <laughs> to have something here. Unfortunately, uh, sometimes you have no time for for reading a, a, a big book, but um, I like it really. I like yeah. it really. For yeah. me, it's then I'm in a, in another world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lots of lots of those um, good um, crime novels have been turned into Netflix series. Um, do you, do you watch any of those? 
could could be good could be a good idea i do not like it so much but that could could be a good idea perhaps yeah yeah yeah, yeah more easier <laughs> yeah, yeah are you are you reading or listening to anything lately that you find inspiring and that you'd recommend to listeners yeah what i recently um um, um read it was really a um let's say a, and a suggestion of our managing director at the end of our company. It's a, it's a book about um, well, capitalism, conscientious, conscientious capitalism, possibly. I think it's uh, yeah, yeah, it's exactly yeah. It's a really um, extremely interesting book regarding how to lead, how to manage a company. And um, not only to let's say, how can I say to 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 send the orders to your to your um, let's say to, to your members to your to your mm. workers, but your work, to, to work workforce, together with yeah. everything and everything, and and to hold the store, all the stakeholders, suppliers, cl- um, customers your workers every everyone everyone involved uh, in the success of a company and um, it changed a little bit i think also my mind um, how mm. to work together with um, yeah. everyone who is involved in your daily business let's say so it sounds like it looks like the business in a more systemic and holistic way as a bigger than just this little these four walls here it's 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 looking at all the connections it's very very kind of supply chain oriented maybe Mm -hmm. at the end of the day i mean um companies are still i mean this is really what the book also says um we are of course our our main yeah aim our main objective is uh, to to gain to gain money let's say to 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 make money of course but um there are certain ways to transform your business into a successful business and i think this is something especially in brazil quite interesting i think this working together with the let's say um uh, the boss and his uh, his his team members for example i think uh, it, when i knew brazil from first time i think it was more like uh, it <laughs> Yeah, perhaps a dictator and her and his slaves, let's say. Yeah, and this yeah. changed much. This changed really extremely. Yeah, yeah. Now it's yeah, really it's more more this uh, partnership, co-working, let's say. And um, sure. I think this and 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 I um, you can you can already recognize it visiting customers when there is really a let's say healthy climate between all the call uh, all the people there you you can recognize it and i think this these these um companies are more successful yeah, yeah definitely yeah. definitely yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they get they get more from their people i guess um, yes yeah 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 mm-hmm. uh, what, what's the name of the author of the book the, who who wrote that book um it is um john mckay john mckay he's a co-ceo of whole foods market it's a big okay. company whole foods yeah. market okay mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. probably so the, the title in english is probably conscientious capitalism we think yeah yeah yes 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 mm-hmm. and okay excellent so um how can listeners find out more about the products and services of Johan heinrich around the world and in brazil 
Mm, of course, um, um, the main, uh, I think, information you can get from the internet, from our sites. I mean, Jungheinich is presented in um, 42 countries with direct sales all over the world and in much more other countries um, through partner um, business. So I think um, in nearly every bigger country you can you can find us uh, us in, in in the internet let's say yeah um yeah and um and then if they want to want to contact with you personally you can be found on on uh, inter uh sorry um no LinkedIn. problem at all yeah. on linkedin yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes exactly also yeah exactly okay. yeah. <laughs> well marcus uh thanks very much uh for being here with us today it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you again Oh, thank you very much for the opportunity. It was a pleasure for me. Yeah. You're, you're very welcome. And thanks also to our listeners for tuning in again today. And be aware that if you enjoyed this episode, you can find the full series of over 120 episodes of Interlinks on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Acast, and other major podcast platforms. So until next time, keep well and stay safe.